Patriots fans, happy 328 day. And what better way to celebrate than amusing of four amazing mock drafts submitted by you, our great listeners on Locked On Patriots. Also, Bill Belichick speaks with the media for the first time this offseason, and Jabril Peppers on his way to Foxborough. Yeah. I'm Mike DeBate, and you are about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful, and thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On Patriots free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you might be viewing this podcast this very moment. I am your host, Mike DeBate. I also cover your New England Patriots for Patriot Maven of Sports Illustrated. So if you want to reach out to me, let me know what's on your mind. Please be sure to follow me on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. While you're out there doing some using of your own through that Monday Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. And of course, folks, today's episode of Locked On Patriots is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, more odds, and more lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Folks, it is hashtag locked on Murph Monday. You can see that my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Green Wisdom and Council, joins us here on the pod today. Thomas Murphy, my good friend, legendary columnist from E2GSports.com. Thank you for joining me today in friendship. Thank you for coming to me here on this episode of Locked On Patriots. Don Murph. Always my pleasure, bud. Always my pleasure. Never, never anything to talk about. No, um, uh, in Patriots Nation, never anything to talk about at all. So I, I'm not really sure why we're here. Uh, I want <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was, I, I was, I was Bill's press conference this morning. It was invigorating as usual, uh, Murph. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because I think we'll dive right into that. It is Mock Draft Monday here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, you know, you're on Locked On Patriots, folks. We use the draft. It's a part of our inspiration. It is our muse to be able to bring you the draft content that we know and love here on Locked On Patriots to all of you. We're going to muse the draft in just a moment. And boy, do we have some great drafts for you. Four, count them up, four spectacular mock drafts. And Murph and I will get into those in just a minute. But as my good friend alluded to, Bill Belichick spoke with the media for the first time this offseason, the NFL annual meeting kicking off down at the breakers mm. and uh anybody that's from the new england area you know, yeah. from the new england area you know that in newport the breakers mean something a little different than it means down in palm beach <laughs> florida but at the same time uh no less posh uh this is a very very beautiful exclusive resort down there in palm beach all of the nfl's top brass the owners top decision makers in the building patriots contingent consisting of team owner robert Kraft, team president jonathan Kraft. Matt Patricia, and of course, your head coach, Bill Belichick. And Bill had a couple of interesting things to say, Murph. Obviously, the big takeaway from Bill's press conference this morning is he doesn't anticipate uh, any more hirings uh, on the offensive coaching staff. Uh, There will not be a named offensive or defensive coordinator 
I don't think that's a huge shock to anyone. Right. Uh, you know, one kind of falls in line with the other. Um, he will be taking on a much more active role in the development of Mac Jones, uh, along with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, who he mentioned several times yep. throughout this press conference. I wrote about a little bit this uh, this morning about this on uh, uh, sports, excuse me, for Sports Illustrated. But Murph, when you look at what Bill Belichick had to say this morning, what did you take away from Bill's remarks with the media? Happy to be here. Hope to help the football team. That's it. <laughs> you know, that, that's that's basically it. You could actually tell during during the press conference, they, they had a seat there for Bill and he wasn't sitting in it. He's like, mm -hmm. no, no, see, th this is the way things are going to be. I'm going to be standoffish and give my <laughs> usual answers and 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 give your producers and, and bosses uh, reason to be upset that that you paid for the ticket. And, and the hotel room to come down here and listen to what I'm having to say. It, it, it's, it's more Belichickian, you know, deflecting. It, it, it was, uh, I, I'm really glad that, that the subject of, of who is going to be the offensive play caller and the defensive play caller um, is going to be this year, whether or not there are going to be uh, an OC and a DC and Bill coming out and saying, as you eloquently put it in your article, that I, I'm not that much really into titles, you know, yep. and you know that that's just the way it is. You know, they're going to come together. They're, they're going to come up with a game plan. And whoever's standing there on the sidelines uh, on Sunday is, is going to be the guy that's standing there. And he really doesn't care what you think about it. Yeah, he really doesn't. And I mean, this is not anything new for fans. I know no. that a lot of the feedback initially when you see Bill Belichick not big on titles, uh, they look at that as snark and the fans are going to come back with snark. And I get it. I do. Yeah. I understand it. it is. It is fun banter. And I definitely can see that. But Bill Belichick has always been the type of guy to dance to the beat of his own drum. He's going to continue to do that. Uh, one thing that I thought was very insightful was his mentioning of last year's free agent class yeah. Murph as opposed to fielding questions about yep. the Patriots' approach this year. Our good friend Tommy Curran of NBC Sports Boston had a couple of good questions, and Tom really tried to press him on what the approach is this year because yeah. it is much different than it was last year. But Bill was very uh, cautious, very calculated in his response mm -hmm. and basically reminded everyone that the team did spend a good amount in free agency last year. And we're being honest, some of those guys really paid dividends. Matthew Judon, obviously yep. one of them. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, another. Right. Hunter Henry for another one that really came together and really played well. But there were still some guys that were signed last year that have yet to really reach that Belichickian level of expectation. We're talking Jonu Smith. Um, I throw Devon Gotchow into that mix. I thought yeah. Devon had a good year, but I think they expected a little more out of him in the nose in trying to be that middle of the field run stopper. Right. Um, Nelson Aguilar, definitely in that category of guys that you want to see take that next step. So if these guys can make that move, yeah. you know, the Patriots might be in good shape. Yeah. Bill mentioned that, you know, uh, what a lot of people um, out here in media land are trying to ignore the fact that, you know, they went out and signed guys to two, three year contracts, not just a, a one year deal the way a lot of uh, uh, the NFL attacked free agency last year. These guys grow into this system and need to uh, get caught up to speed. This is not an easy system to learn. And they're also out there working with a, uh, a rookie quarterback. And, and mm -hmm. that, that takes some time to build up that kind of chemistry. And it, some of the guys just weren't on the field enough in practice, in OTAs, uh, in training camp 
to uh to really get that bond going and that mm-hmm. trust built up. So this year I'm expecting a lot more out of the guys that that you mentioned and that that Bill was probably alluding to that uh that just did not maybe play up to the expectations that Patriots Nation had. Yeah, I think so. And you look at what this team is now going to look like in 2022. Um, A lot of the same players coming back, a few defections, no question about it. But this team is going to be predicated on the uh, I guess the best way to put it is the uh, the moving forward or the progression of yeah. a lot of the players that they've brought in and the veterans as well, kind of bringing these guys up to speed with some complimentary sprinkles in yeah. of uh, you know guys they've brought in uh, newcomers uh, to this team as well. And there so. was a really good red shirt class last year in the draft. People don't forget right. that they, they there were guys that did not see the field for injury reasons or everything else. And this year's draft is is looking promising. If mm. of course Bill listens to the folks that that sent their their mock drafts in for us to muse today because we got some good ones (laughs) yeah we definitely do and we will get to those mock drafts in just a moment because as murph and i have both said several times here on these airwaves folks the patriots are going to make that splash that everyone is expecting to make in the offseason likely through the draft not necessarily through free agency i'm not saying it's going to be a huge splash in the draft but i think you're going to see them start to build complementary pieces get younger and really build off a strong nucleus from 2021 into 2022 and there is depth in this draft to do just that but before we move on to musing the draft mark because as you know we have to hold it sacred we muse it we don't mock it or make fun of it um the patriots are not completely done with free agent acquisitions and this morning espn's field yates someone we know very well uh reported that the pats might be in the mix for safety jabril peppers obviously peppers coming in as a part of the 2017 draft class 25th pick overall first couple of seasons in cleveland he's been with the new york giants uh real polished uh you know dual threat type of player can uh, you know be very effective in the defensive backfield great history in terms of prowess on special teams i think this could be intriguing this looks like a good belichickian move i know you've loved peppers for a while what are your thoughts what are your thoughts on their interest yeah peppers was was on my wish list back in the day when he was coming out of michigan i really like this guy he's a very versatile person uh ball player he's somebody that that bill can use in a myriad of ways uh he's he's uh as quick as as almost anybody uh, on this team right now. And I think it's a good, solid depth piece. Now, we talked last year that, you know, down the stretch and, and the Patriots breakdown after the great run that they went on, uh, we talked a lot about depth. This team was old and it was banged up at the end of the year. Uh, having a depth piece like Peppers on this team right now would be a fantastic get, just a fantastic get. Yeah, it really would be. And again, the dual threat capability that he brings to the table, not just in the defensive backfield, but also Also, that prowess on special teams. And you really, really love to see that in New England. So who knows? Sometimes these workouts pan out with a contract offer. I was very hopeful that they were going to sign Ryan Bates when he came in. Uh, Didn't happen. So, you know, they're never... There's never a guarantee here, folks, but this one seems like a lot of the stars are aligned for this to really make sense for the New England Patriots. So, as I like to say, keep a sharp eye on Jabril Peppers over the course of the next 24 to 48 hours. Yep. If he does become a Patriot, this could be a very good signing for the Pats it's defensive a w. backfield. Absolutely. It's a w. 
And folks, we've almost arrived at that time where we're going to start musing the draft. And we're going to start off with two first-time submitters here on Locked On Patriots. And we really cannot wait to get into these. A couple of them I think you're really going to enjoy. So keep it right there, folks. But first, I do want to take a moment to speak to you about something that is very near and dear to my heart. And that is trying to find ways to gain energy but still be able to eat healthy. Well, our good friends at Built Bar are the wizards when it comes to this. Mm -hmm. They have figured out a way to go for quality taste with each and every product they put out, but also find a way to make it healthy. It's amazing how they do it. Murph doesn't know how they do it, and Murph pretty much knows oh. everything. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing, but you know what? They do it, and they do it better than anybody. Folks, when you're ready to try to get some energy and you're looking for a sweet treat, you reach for a candy bar. I know they're good, but they're filled with sugar. Not enough protein, not enough of the nutrients you need to give yourself quality energy. Built Bar does that. All of the protein that you need, half the calories and the taste. When I tell you folks, you'll think you had the best candy bar that you've ever had in your yep. life. Great, great flavors such as the coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, my favorite, mm. mint brownie. Just take a look at all of the great products that they're putting out at Built Bar today. So visit built.com and enter the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That's built.com. Don't delay. Visit today for 15% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. I love it. I love it. My wife loves the mint ones. She's good. She's on She's on a mint one kick. The, the mint brownie, you know, yeah. it's, it's Girl Scout cookie season. You know, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it still that's, is. I that's think exactly it's, what she said. I didn't, and you know didn't what? Wanna, it, you know, yeah. Yeah. Many free, free time. Yeah. But, yeah, the, 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 but the mint, like pattern, mint yeah. <laughs> the mint, the mint brownie folks. Well, let me tell you, it really is. It's, it's unbelievable. And we love them. Team Butchie loves them. Everybody. Oh, yeah. and, and if they're endorsed by Team Butchie folks, let me tell you, right. that is a very, very prominent endorsement in this area. So we'll take it. But Murph, it's time. It is time yeah. to amuse the draft here on Locked On Patriots. We look forward to doing this every week, and I know that our listeners, our viewers, look forward to doing this every single week. And Murph, it's going to be fun to be able to break these down. Let's start right in. I don't know. I'm sure you knew over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> our favorite movie of all time. Yes. I don't think there's any question. It is The Godfather. Right. 50th anniversary of the release um at the uh the oscars at the academy awards on sunday night uh the film was honored for his 50th anniversary i know a few other things happened there but you know we're not going to get into that you know this really? is not gonna, there will be no there will be no violence between myself and murph <laughs> today uh at least i don't think so anyway folks no. stay tuned you never know no i'm kidding um but all kidding aside uh what better way to celebrate or pay homage to the great film than to have the fantasy godfather bob on the border here bob to break down our first mock draft of this session and bob joins us from twitter you can follow him at fantasy god bob f-a-t-h so fantasy god f-a-t-h on twitter and his mock draft was an interesting mock draft um and I absolutely love his pick at number 21. And yep. honestly, Murph, this is gaining a lot more momentum in the coming yeah. days. I'm seeing a lot more of this at number 21 than I have before. Wonder if maybe there's a little ground swelling there when guys like Kuiper and stuff like that start putting this out there. Yep. He has the New England Patriots getting, obviously, what would be their wide receiver of the future in Jamison Williams out of Alabama at number 21. PFF gave him an A-plus on this. Uh, I, if 
the Patriots can pull this off and get him in number 21, even if Jamison has difficulty seeing the field this year. Uh, to me, this is still a home run. Yeah, it it really is. How can how can you go wrong here? Um, if he's there and the Patriots uh, don't select him, then I think you know we we need to start looking around for pods hanging behind Bill Belichick in the war room because he's been <laughs> replaced by somebody uh, that that just doesn't know anything about football. Yeah, th- this has got to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this does have to happen. You talk about all of the tools that you need. We've gushed several times over John Mechie, and I love yeah. the fit of Mechie in this right. uh, in this system. Um, over the weekend, I had the opportunity to publish a mock draft for Sports Illustrated. It's out there, folks. You can take a look at it. Um, Mechie was a pick of mine at number 54 in the second round, and I got a little bit of pushback about, well, I think you're, you're focusing too much on the Z. They need someone in the X, but when you nope. have the opportunity to draft a general generational talent like a Jameson Williams, Um, especially if you can do it at number 21, if his draft stock is dropping because of any type of injury concern, uh, you take it with both hands. And as much as we love guys like N'Kobe Dean and we love the cornerbacks in this draft, Uh, that's one that I think I'll I'll wait the year. I I will. I'll wait the year he's there. The the reason that Mike and I haven't talked about this guy more is because we just can't imagine that he would not be there, especially with the fact that, that there are so many teams in this draft that have multiple picks in the first round that, that he's, it, it's a 97% chance that this dude is gone by 15 at the, at the latest, at the latest people, but no fantastic. He was there and the Godfather went out and snatched him because that's what Godfathers do. Absolutely. So Godfather, we come to you in friendship and we appreciate, uh, you know, as long as your interests don't conflict with ours. And speaking of those interests, uh, I think he goes on to have a solid draft here. Uh, Oklahoma's Nick Bonito at the edge coming in at number 54 in the second round. This, in in my opinion, is another home run. If this guy is there at 54 with the value he can bring, Patriots need pass rushing help. They need edge help. Uh, To me, this is a great, great move. Um, The Patriots addressing the offensive line. Line, the tackle position, right. Arizona State's Kalendish coming in. Uh, this was uh, uh, graded at a B minus for PFF. I think this one might be a little bit better. I think in terms yeah. of fit, I think the Patriots are looking for a guard a little bit more than a tackle, but there's some versatility there as yep. well. And then another one that I think he hits out of the park is Zion McCollum getting him oh, in the God. round at number 127 out of Sam Houston State. Uh, you want to talk about a corner with a lot of potential yeah. upside. I love this kid. I, I, I do. And I, I started watching this kid's film and the wife came into the living room three hours later and said, are you coming to bed? Coming to bed tonight? Uh, yeah, honey, just a little bit. I've got cornerback porn going on here. And it was, it was, it was, it was fantastic to watch, man. Great pick. Another guy that I'm surprised that uh, he was there at this, at this moment. And I think that he would fit in here. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And again, uh, uh, PFF graded him as a solid A minus on this. Would have to definitely agree with that. Uh, he does have the Patriots addressing a linebacker position uh, in the mm-hmm. fifth round at number 170. Amazing value here. Uh, yeah. Jack Sanborn out of Wisconsin. Um, you know, versatility, I think, is always key for the New England Patriots. Yeah. This kid, I think, would provide it. Yeah, it, it, we take a second on this guy. This is a physical downhill linebacker that I just really love, man. And he's he's somebody we, we all talked about last year that the the 
the inability to stop the mm-hmm. run when everybody knew that they were going to run. This kid is an answer to that right there, man. He is a thumper that mm-hmm. really loves to stuff things up in the run game. He, he yeah. He's just a fantastic uh, talent, and, and I would love to see him here. It, it, and, you know, he also gets after the, the, the quarterback. This is a three-down guy. Right. And if you could get him here, I would be all over it. Oh, yeah. Without any question. I, I think everybody would. And this would be a great value got, in the fifth some, round of all places. Yeah. Uh, mean, that number one, that number 170 pick is going to be scrutinized because it's the value that came right. back for Shaq Mason. So Patriots are going to have to hit on that. Otherwise, you know what's going to happen, Murph. I can just see it. Bill grabbing grabbing a uh, – alignment at that at that spot just to stick mm-hmm. it in there and say you know i got i got i got another lineman you you were really upset about Shaq going no okay here yep. you go and That's the kid it. will end up being an all pro but no like if, for if, like. if, yeah if this guy is here at this spot the patriots could do a lot worse man we're talking about the fifth round here so it, it's a diamond in the rough kind of thing he's got some problems in uh, in coverage from from what i've seen and looked looked at him but they're they're definitely uh, fixable issues. Okay, yeah, let me put without it any question. Absolutely, and I think that they will be. Uh, and who knows? In the right system, and hopefully the Patriots would be the right system. Uh, this could be a very, very good pick. So he rounds out the draft with a couple of six rounders going uh, um, defensive backfield, uh, really yep. focusing on the secondary. Uh, Dakobe Duran out of South Carolina State, cornerback, going at number two hundred, yep. um, and then rounding out the draft with the sixth, yeah. uh, with the sixth round, two ten. Uh, Brad Hawkins coming out of Michigan, and you know Murph right. is going to love oh, it when you round oh out the draft with God. a Michigan guy. Yeah, with a Michigan safety, hell yes, give it to me all day, all long, man. This is a fantastic grab here at this spot. He's somebody that, um, he's somebody that 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 you folks will hear a lot about in camp, even if he does not, even if he does get the red shirt year. Okay, yeah. the the Patriots are super deep at safety, and this this kid, I, I think Bill, if he's there and Bill takes him. Um, you're going to be surprised next season. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you know what? Um, these are a little done, Bob. Uh, not yep. bad. I like this uh, draft overall. PFF gave him an A. Um, I'm willing to do the same. I, I think that he yep. did a good job. I like the, uh, I love the, uh, the aggression and getting Williams at that pick. Who knows? Maybe it'll be realistic. Maybe it won't. But uh, if it's there, uh, I love that. But Benito and uh, McCollum, coming in in the fourth round to me and Sanborn in the fifth round. Really, I think we're very smart picks. Uh, I, I like this draft a lot. We were told that Bob put in a serious draft, and he's a man that should be treated with respect, and we've done that here. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. So with respect, we also now go to with respect of another first-time submitter here, the high school legend himself, Murph, uh, and Twitter at high school ledge, L-E-G-E, and then the number four. Mm-hmm. And this draft was also interesting. No trades, uh, much like, uh, um, you know, the uh, the previous draft. Uh, but I thought, you know, some good solid picks. Yep. Um, coming in at number 21 uh, out of the University of Georgia, someone who is developing a little bit of a groundswell here in terms of being not only available at that point, but also a potential fit for the New England Patriots. On the defensive line, Devontae Wyatt. Uh, yeah. BFF gave this a B uh, selection. What are your thoughts on Wyatt being the first pick uh, by the high school legend here for the Patriots. Um, I like it. I like the way he's attacking this this draft. Um, build a juggernaut up front. 
Uh, this kid is a fantastic ball player that, uh, once again, I, I, I won't be shocked if he's here because for some reason um, the, the tea, the tea kettle has cooled down a little bit since the, uh, since the, the combine, but he, you know, he's has an unreal ability to shed blocks. He works well in small spaces. Uh, he's, his three technique, um, is, is really good and he can two gap. He's a versatile guy that you could play anywhere on the, on the, the, uh, defensive line. I'd even stand the man up. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Wyatt, it does, give you that ability he gives you that versatility he gives you that opportunity to play so many different options on that defensive line and look the Patriots I think are going to mix in a lot more 4-3 this year than they did last year but they're never going to go away from the 3-4 and you've talked about that we've talked about that several times it's Bill Belichick's bread and butter he's going to continue to do it Wyatt is a very versatile uh, lineman that can really give you a lot of options and uh, my good friend uh, and colleague Kevin Tame of uh, Sports Illustrated wrote a really good um a really good uh, um uh draft preview thank you yep. folks <laughs> a good draft preview uh for uh, him so go and definitely check that out uh you'll be uh, interested in what he had to say about Devonte wyatt and how he may fit in this patriot system uh the high school legend goes on to continue the defensive mind on this Patriots right. uh, mock draft. Uh, Chad Buma, who's really developing an, a lot of groundswell as being a potential fit here at linebacker, comes in at number 54. Versatility, big performance at the Senior yep. Bowl. Uh, a lot of people are looking at him as a potential Patriot. Uh, Murph, your thoughts. PFF gave this one an A. I, I, I like <laughs> Muma the more I watch him. Yeah, I do. This is a fantastic pick at this spot. You know, he's a physical big guy. He's, he's that prototypical bill 6'3, 240, 245 linebacker. He's still going to keep growing into his body and get stronger in uh in as he progresses into a, a pro workout scheme. Um the, the the only problem that that you can find with Muma is his lateral agility and his footwork. But those are also things that can be coached up. And who better to coach him up than than uh than Mayo? Yeah, absolutely. And having someone like a Gerard Mayo who has played those roles here so many times be able to give you not only the wisdom and the counsel that you need, but also can get his hand down and show you exactly what needs to be done because he's done it here for so long. Again, uh, I think a good good opportunity and I think Muma could definitely benefit from that type of tutelage. Um, coming up here are two of the picks that I think solidify the high school legends as a pretty solid draft. In the third round at number 85, the Patriots going with Houston cornerback Marcus Jones. And I think this could be a sleeper type pick for the Patriots. If they wait past the first two rounds to address the cornerback position, I think Jones could be a guy that could be a a good fit here for a number of years. What are your thoughts on Jones? Yeah, yeah, the the thing that gives people pause with Jones is his size. He's only five foot eight, one seventy four, mm-hmm. but he's the most athletic cornerback in this in this draft. He is the, one of the fastest cornerbacks in this draft. His speed is elite. People, we talked last year about you know finding somebody that that is going to be able to run with some of the wide receivers that we have here in this draft. This is a kid that will do it. Okay, mm-hmm. you can take him in. You can you can put him in the slot, and and he can he can mirror anybody in this in this uh division right out of the gate man i love this pick bravo 
Yeah, absolutely. I really like the Jones pick, and I'm glad that you mentioned the size and whatnot. I know a lot of people are looking for that bigger type corner, but yeah. you know, smaller corners have been able to thrive here for a number of years, and the Patriots are all about what you can do on the field and your versatility and your ability to get into the spots that you need to. Uh, if they're going to play more zone this year, Jones may be a good fit there. So, and we need uh, and we need a punt and kick returner right now because we absolutely you know, do. Yep. The, the, Pittsburgh made know, that man a gunner. You know, yeah, Pittsburgh <laughs> so, made that man a gunner. So. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, they made that gunner a little bit richer. And this kid yep. can come in here and also do that, man. Bravo yeah. pick. Well done. Definitely. At uh, the, the fourth round at number 127, uh, the high school legend has them addressing the offensive line. And this yep. is a pick that I actually made in my mock draft over the weekend. Got a little flack for it. But when you look at the fit that Wake Forest's Zach Tom could have here on the offensive line, I'm not saying that this kid's going to come in and be a starter right away. Doesn't have the positional versatility, I think, to be a solid guard, but he's played tackle before, and he's also played the right. center position. And let's face it, there is an injury history with David Andrews. He's been very solid the last right. you know year or so. He's been a solid presence there, but he's two years removed from having blood clots in his lungs. Those are yep. always issues that have to be in the back of your mind, I think, and I'm very confident that he's put them behind him, and no one is a bigger fan of David Andrews than I am, but without Ted Karras here now, now all of a sudden you're missing that ace in the hole that could slot in yep. and play center if anything you know should happen to david and he wasn't able to suit up even for a game so they're going to need to draft someone with versatility along the offensive line and i think zach tom can provide that what are your thoughts on this bit? yeah i think it's a good depth piece he'll come in here and be a rotational guy be able to learn uh behind the uh the individuals that are already here and on the um on the uh the roster a solid rotational pick and when you're grabbing a guy here in the fourth round at 127 you you can't beat that yeah, absolutely. And there's no question about it. So you look at the remainder of the high school legends draft. I think he has some solid selections here. Bo Melton coming in to yeah. shore up the other uh, wide receiver position. We all, um, we all know I, how I feel about Rutgers. People. Rutgers. Well, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We know how Bill Belichick feels about yeah, Rutgers too. So, you know, this one we may do. have a lot more legs than you yeah. think. I, we don't mean my, to poo-poo all no, over this. My, uh, my you conspiracy know, theory is the fact that Bill Belichick, you know, keeps drafting Rutgers guys to pay off his kids' tuition. <laughs> you know what, folks? Conspiracy theory Monday next week here on Locked On Patriots. Um, but uh, the two sixth rounders, Ryan and this out uh, yeah. at wide receiver. This one I thought was an interesting pick. Yeah. Um, Danny Gray coming in on an SMU uh, at uh, number uh, 200. Um, and then Adam Anderson uh, rounding out from uh, the University of Georgia, helping to shore up some of the edge. I like these two. Um, Overall, I think, I, I yeah. Overall, I think the high school legend did a pretty good job. Yeah. I'm giving him a solid B plus. Here. Yeah, I'll give him an A minus on this because he came back and he gave me a Georgia guy right down at the bottom here, <laughs> and I, you know, he just bookend Georgia people. And when it comes to Georgia, I want all the ham. I want absolutely all, all the ham people. Give me everybody on this team, and I will figure out something to do with them. <laughs> so you know Bill will figure out something to do with them. Uh, well, way to go, high school legend. You've been bumped up to Division three legend. There we go. See, that's it. And yeah. you, know, you know what, folks? For some of our uh, novice uh, you know, submitters here for Locked On uh, um, Mock Draft Monday or Musing the Draft Monday, we always appreciate that. Two solid contributions. And here in just a moment, folks, we're going to go back to what we know and love, the Grizzled Veterans submitting oh. some of our mock drafts and a couple of great ones here for you in just a moment. But first, 
Today's episode is brought to you by the great folks at Athletic Greens, who put out a fantastic product I literally use every day. Let's face it, folks, we all want more energy. The days are getting longer. We want to maximize our health to enjoy the upcoming spring and summer months. I started taking their AG1 for that reason, and I love it. One delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, and I'm already enjoying better gut health, more energy, greater focus, and folks, you will too. Everyone wants to get that value from a multivitamin each and every day. Tons of people take some form of a multivitamin, and it's important to choose the one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. It's the one thing that you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of water every single day. That's it. You don't need a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up that ultimate in daily nutritional insurance. Patriots fans, it is almost time to wrap up the mock draft, musing the draft machine here on Locked On Patriots for the week. My good friend, Patriots columnist extraordinaire, Thomas Murphy of E2GSports.com joins me here today. And Murph, we had a couple of pretty, I think, impressive submissions coming from a couple of novice Mm -hmm. submitters here, the high school legend himself and also the fantasy godfather. I was impressed by their uh, uh, output, and uh, we reflected that in our grades. But the next two come from grizzled veterans here on Locked On Patriots. Two guys we know and love, two of the great guys out there. We appreciate their support more than words can say. Uh, We'll start with our good friend, Sully. Jason Sullivan at Sully6. 827 on Twitter. Follow him, folks. You definitely will not be disappointed. I guarantee you a great opportunity to get some draft knowledge and also be entertained as well. Um, Jason worked the trade machine without he any sure question. Um, and he's trading with a couple of bitter rivals, Murph. A mm. couple of bitter rivals, the Chiefs and the Colts. Yep. Um, he started by shipping off uh, the uh, the 29th pick in the draft, the 60, yep. uh, excuse me, he started by shipping off the 21st and the 210th pick in the draft to Kansas right. City, getting a pretty good haul back. The 29th pick coming back to New England, the 62nd pick coming in the second round, and yep. then in round seven, which the Patriots currently do not have, a seventh round pick, uh, number 233. He then parlays that number 29 into trading down again, and this this more Belichickian maybe than you want to admit. The 29th pick goes to the Indianapolis Colts. The Patriots' first selection then becomes the 42nd pick in the second round and number 122 in round four. So he has the Patriots addressing the cornerback position right off the bat. And a guy that I'm surprised is not mentioned more as a potential Patriots target, someone I targeted uh, for the Patriots in terms of a fit at the cornerback position early on in some of my draft analysis, Auburn's Roger McCreary. Um, The Patriots are definitely going to need someone that's going to be able to hang with a lot of these speedy receivers. Uh, McCreary is someone that has been an outside corner pretty much his entire career. He can't align in the slot a little bit, but he's primarily that type of target. Uh, What are your thoughts on McCreary being the guy 
Uh, is this something that New England may be able to snag him in the second round? Because some people have graded him as high as a low first rounder. Have I haven't, uh, but I think it's a fantastic pick pick here. Uh, he's a press man guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's 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 that that type of guy that Bill wants to to have on one side of the field. Uh, he only five eleven. Uh, he, he's fantastic, a fantastic athlete. His reaction time is is a tad bit slow, but other than that, and this is a really good pick. He has he has all the speed to be able to uh, to run with the receivers that are in this in this class, and mm-hmm. uh, not in this class, but in this division. And I think you could you could do a lot worse. A nice pick here. Yeah, I like McCreary, and the more I look at what he brings to the table, I really like watching the uh, the film on him. He was someone that I've been watching since the mm-hmm. Senior Bowl, so uh, he had a very good performance in that game. To see him, uh, you know, come in and be able to uh, uh, to you know form a pretty good, I think, pro career that he has ahead <coughs> of him. Uh, maybe New England might be a, a good fit for him. So good job right off the bat, Saul. Uh, like the uh, the aggression. I like the uh, the trading for value and still being able yep. to come away with a big time position of need. At number 54, round two, Murph, what more can we say about John Mechie the third? Yeah. Uh, this, you know, he had this, this is, a, I mean, this to me right now, uh, you know, in, in terms of value, I, I think some people are saying it might be too high. I heard yeah. that over the weekend because I no. had Mechie going at number 54, but take a look at what this guy can do, folks. Yeah. I don't know why people are so reticent uh, to it, invest it, draft It's not 1975 yet. people. The, the yeah. same people, that the same doctors that were working on Bobby Orr are not do, reconstructing knees now. You know, yeah. it, it, it's ridiculous. You know, it, it's it's unfathomable. And mm. and when I look at the grade that he got for getting making this pick, I have mm. to wonder about the algorithm because this kid's the, the playmaker in the draft. Yeah. And, you know, algorithms are always interesting when it comes to mock drafts. It's part of the reason why, you know, we have so much fun. Uh, I think yeah. the Draft Network, our good friends over at the Draft Network do an amazing job uh, of being able to uh, to hone in that algorithm. So definitely take a look at some of those. Submit them, folks. We definitely want to feature you and yeah. your great work here on Locked On Patriots. But uh, Sol, I think, turns in another good, solid performance here. Yeah. Uh, Darian Kennard out of uh, Kentucky at the tackle position. Ooh. Going offensive line, I liked this pick. Yeah, uh, I think oh this my had, god. Yeah, and especially with value at the sixty-second yeah. pick. If the Patriots are going to be wheeling and dealing, you want to come away with someone that can have an impact, and I think this kid can do it on the line. Yeah, a lot of people have this this kid ranked in their top ten. I have him ranked in my top five at, yeah. at, at the position. You know, he he's a guard tackle that that can you know you could probably teach this kid to play to play center if you, if you had to i love his lower half his legs uh help move bodies and and anchor down uh when he's in pass protection uh his hips are just you know they, they're like spindly little head i don't know how a man that that's this big can be as swivelly as this guy power is this man's name he he punches like like a heavyweight boxer and that's something that you need here um his game needs refining, but what better place to be refined than here? I keep telling you folks that anybody that Bill selects tape is going to go to Dante Scarnecchia, and Dante's mm-hmm. going to come back with some notes to, on how to fix this, that, and the other bloody thing. This is a fantastic pick. Yeah, without any question. I really, really liked this pick a lot. Um, another pick that he has going into the third round, the 85th pick, a pick that the Patriots currently still have, uh, or they do have, I should say. Yep. Um, 
UTSA's Tariq Woolen coming in and uh, yeah. being uh, a, a, a solid cornerback uh, depth piece. Uh, this kid is not going to start right away, but no. Woolen is someone that I noticed is popping up in a lot of Patriots mock drafts. Now, again, I don't know if that's algorithm. I don't know if it's fit, but I think there is something there in terms of someone that could be a solid depth piece, maybe a spot starter. Um yeah. The uh, I think the reaction is mixed on this for a lot of reasons. Uh, what are your thoughts on Woolen here in um, terms of what uh, what Sully did? You know, I, I like what Sully did here. You know, th this kid is massive. He's six foot four. Okay, a, a very tall drink of water at two hundred pounds. Though he's a former wide receiver. I always like that. Uh, flipping a, a good wide out over to make a better cornerback. Uh, he's a freak athlete. He, he really is. Uh, you know he played basketball and ran track in in college uh fantastic ball skills he's not the most physical guy on the planet people like i said 64 200 pounds um he's definitely a zone guy let's mm -hmm. put it that way and i could also see uh him getting switched over to safety at the, at the the next level he, that that could be the move here it's worked out here before for people hasn't it Absolutely. Worked out for, for pretty well for someone that, uh, yeah. who knows, is definitely headed uh, for a red jacket. And, uh, you know, I think the argument can be made that uh, he might be in consideration for a gold one someday. I know yeah. that's going to elicit a no. lot of eye rolls, but, uh, you know, I have a lot of respect for Devin McCourty, and yeah. I know you do as well. And I got a lot um, of respect for Sully. This is this is a ballsy pick here that yeah. could work out, you know, not this year, but but down the road. Absolutely. Uh, agreed. And, and I think right in that, uh, you know, that wheelhouse of where he might go, I know uh, a lot of uh, big draft boards have him ranked a little bit lower, but, yeah. you know, Bill Belichick's not worried about what's on the big no. draft board. He's worried about what his team is going to be able to do. And I like the aggression here. Um, a couple of late rounders here, Murph, that I know probably made you smile. Cam Jurgens uh, coming in uh, from yep. uh, Nebraska at uh, uh, fifth round. Um, center depth there. We talked about center depth earlier with David Andrews. I think this yep. could be a good move for them. Um, that, to me, was a decent pick. But the sixth round pick at number 200, Murph, I know is one that made you smile. The Patriots get some depth at the tackle position with a UConn guy, yep. Ryan Vandemark, coming in from UConn. Uh, Overall, Murph, what are your thoughts on Sully's draft here? Uh, what was his performance? Yeah, I thought Vandermark was a, was a really smart pick. And and no, Sully did not do this just to make me smile. The, the kid's got <laughs> talent. Um, the, overall, this is a fantastic draft. Sully, well done again. A solid B-plus here. It might even be an A-minus. Um, that That's... I, I just can't get over the algorithm just dragging people down for Mechie. Uh, <laughs> he's he's just that good. I. He, there isn't there isn't a bad pick here. There, yeah. there, there there's a solid B everywhere, and and just just ignore that D plus. So just ignore, <laughs> just ignore. Yeah, I give him a solid B B plus here for uh, for his efforts. I think he did a a very good job, especially in the middle part of this draft, yeah. being able to bring in pieces that they know the and Patriots the bottom, need. You know, exactly bottom, grabbing Jurgens at, at yep. one seventy. Oh yep. my god. And and everybody's favorite, you know, uh, seventh round pick, Slade Bolden. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And when you can round it out with Slade Bolden, I know Patriots yeah. fans are clamoring to see this they kid and what are. he can do. Uh, that next late round undrafted gem that Bill yep. Belichick is going to turn into the next Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, <laughs> Damian Amendola. You got to love it. Uh, there is a lot to uh, to bite onto there. 
Murph, in the interest of time, we are about to wrap things up here oh. with uh, Locked On Patriots. But oh, I hurt. could not, I could not let this day go by without at least giving props to our man, Andrew Carraway, who submitted our last mock draft submission for the day here on Locked On Patriots. And Murphy did what you and I want him to do. He did what I I predicted that the Patriots should do over the weekend in my mock draft, but you've been on this kid's bandwagon for quite some time. Number 21 in Andrew Carraway's at Carraway6, folks. Follow him on Twitter. Great draft mind. He's been a guest here on Locked On Patriots because of the prowess he brings, and we'd like to have him on again before the draft as well. Number 21, linebacker N'Kobe Dean from the University of Georgia. Murph, this one just makes too much sense. It really does. The more I look at it, it makes too much sense. Sideline to sideline, you know, I know not the prototypical cookie cutter fit, but for the type of defense these guys want to put out there and the type of defense they're going to need to with all that speed in the AFC, Mm -hmm. this kid, they need the RPO eraser, like you said. They really do. And this kid is it. It, Just imagine what Bill is going to be able to do with with a talent like this, with also having the guys that he has at safety already. Uh, It's going to be fantastic. You know, you can line him up anywhere. I'm watching tape where Dean is is lined up on the far hash mark on one side and making tackles uh, on the other before anybody else is in the area. This kid is it, man. This kid Mm -hmm. is 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 top shelf booze go get him go Absolutely. get him. people keep talking about how well dean is playing behind that that defensive line down there in georgia who the hell you think he's going to be behind here who do you <laughs> think he's going to be behind at the pro these yep. are pros these True. are pros these yep. are guys that are going to be able to give dean the space and 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 what he needs to uh to really excel at yep. this level nicobe dean is the future go get him yeah, I agree with you. If he's sitting there at number 21, bar none, he's the guy yep. I'm taking. And that includes some of the wide receivers as well. I know we gushed over Jamison Williams' generational talent, and I agree with you. But those two guys are both sitting there. I'll tell you, that's a tough, tough yep. selection for Bill Belichick and the Patriots brass. And we'll see. Uh, we know the value that they place on wide receivers, and they know the value that they place yep. on linebackers. So that could be interesting. Uh, again, I think a great overall submission here for uh, Andrew yeah, Carroll. Yeah, really Folks, was. All of these mock drafts will be out on Locked On Patriots. So go and take a look at it. I encourage you. Made a pretty good trade with the Bears. Uh, you know, just giving yep. up uh, the, uh, the the 54th pick in round two and coming back with <clears throat> a third, a fifth, and a sixth rounder. Not right. too bad. Um Wide receiver, one before we uh, we we take our leave today. Uh, at round three, eighty-five, a pick the Patriots have uh, Khalil Shaker out of uh, uh, Boise State. What yeah. are your thoughts on Khalil coming in? Because again, he's a player I'm starting to see attached to the Patriots a little bit more than at the beginning in recent days. Is there a reason for this groundswell in your yeah. opinion? Um, straight out of Boise, you make mm-hmm. it a little bit noisy. We, we really <laughs> like this pick, man. It, you know, he's a fun, deep threat, man. He's a guy that gets down the field. He's going to drag coverages the way all of you people out there want. You want that that outside guy that's going to drag coverages. Mm-hmm. This kid is it, man. He's got room to grow. Right now, he's kind of, you know, his tree is a bit limited. But other than that, man, um, uh, He's going to see a lot of press man coverage because he has a lot of, uh, of difficulties with that. He's only 5'11 and 186 pounds, but he, he's as solid as it comes, man. He's got good release packages. I think this would be a good pick here. 
Yeah, I think it would be a good pick as well. And look, I think that that's one of the reasons why I would definitely give this draft overall a solid B plus. He gets an A plus for the Nicobe Dean selection, folks. Yep. But I think Andrew did, again, a solid job. And I like the trade. I like the aggression here. Um, good, solid draft knowledge. Uh, and that's something that has been a, a real key, I think, in all of our submissions here, Murph, is the guys that have submitted and the people that have submitted their mock drafts here for Locked On Patriots, hashtag Locked On Murph Monday. They know their draft. And we encourage you, folks, if you want a mock draft shared here on Locked On Patriots, please go ahead and make sure to share that. You can reach out to Murph himself at TMurph207. You can definitely reach out to me at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L or share it on the Locked On Patriots page, which is the most preferable at L-O underscore Patriots. Give it a follow if you haven't already done so. Again, Locked On Patriots is free and available on all platforms. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for making Locked On Patriots not just a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage, but also your first listen every day. Murph, what can I say? I thank you so much for your wisdom, your counsel. Folks, if you haven't checked out the great work done by my good friend, the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, please do so at E2GSports.com. He is not only a phenomenal Patriots columnist with the green wisdom and counsel that only he can provide, but when it comes to baseball, there is second to none. I don't believe it in the MLB if it doesn't come from Murph. His coverage of the Red Sox and everything Major League Baseball is absolute point click to learn enrichment material no i don't think so but i really i completely completely stand by that and uh, i definitely encourage you folks to check out his great work on behalf of locked on patriots i'm mike debate i thank my good friend the legendary thomas murphy for his time his insight and his appearance today on the pod but most of all again we thank you so much for staying locked in to locked on patriots until tomorrow folks stay safe stay well Be the change that you wish to see in the world. Have a great day, everyone. Stay green.